Fellas, hey, we're live. Welcome to KBN Live International Edition. We're uh, <laughs> we're bringing uh, Richard Offner down from the. It used to be called the Great White North, but I don't think you can say that anymore. So the Great North from Canada. So Richard, we appreciate you joining joining the show. Uh, I'm Jeff Mallott, and my partner Ryan Lambert up there, of course, back down in Florida. So we're excited to get Richard on after his uh, big win over the weekend at the Border City Classic. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, man. So, Richard, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you. Glad, glad to be here. Yeah. Before we talk about the actual tournament and how it went for you, uh, you want to give us a little history on that tournament itself? Well, uh, back about two years after I started fishing, out of a kayak, either way, fishing. But um, I fell, a friend of mine asked me to start, start a, uh, an event here in Windsor. And uh, he was running events across Canada, so I... I started the Border City Classic 2011. There was 27 anglers. And uh, just a, a funny note there. Are you guys familiar with Black Tip H? Black Tip H, the YouTube channel? Yeah. Like it's the number one fishing channel. He fished in the tournament that, that year. He just, he just grew up down the road here, Josh Jorgensen. Oh, how about that? Yeah, and uh, we went... Another year we went, I think we went up to 39 or 40, and then we, my, my American friends that I was fishing with, they, they came out, they joined in, and in 2015, we had 130 anglers. It was still a one-day event, and uh, it was a, a Canadian qualifier for the Hobie Worlds, and in 2016, we went to two two-day event, and it was an American and Canadian qualifier. We ran it up to 2018, and then last year, the Hobie Boss took, it, took its place, and this year, the Michigan Kayak Trail... Um, they asked if they could bring the Border City Classic back, and even though COVID kind of messed up the plans a little bit, we still had 66 anglers, and it was a it was a pretty good turnout. We kept the American anglers off our side, uh, like last year. I think all the top uh, all the top all the top uh, finishers were uh, were American, and they they were over here on this side. Matt Scotch, Christine, uh, Eric Siddiqui. Jeff Fader, RJ, there was a whole bunch of them. They, they knew where the fish were. So that that brings about a question. I mean, I heard, you know, hey, this is kind of rigged because the Canadians won't let us come onto their water and they keep it closed. So so give give some folks a little bit. I mean, guys that aren't familiar with the, the northern lakes. So Canada has it pretty much shut down, you know, until the after the spawn. Is that correct? Is that what they try to do? Uh, as well, far as like well, protecting okay. the species, there, or how does that work? Well, I'm gonna. Okay, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but our, apparently our our M and R thinks they're smarter than the, the University of Michigan, who did a study starting in 2005. They did a 10-year study where they opened up the catch and release on Lake St. Clair, and um, after 10 years, it showed that it didn't hurt the uh, the, the spawn at all. Actually, the, the bass in the last 10 years of it prospered i mean they're bigger they're more and and they in 2015 they opened the catch and release season all year so canada we, we're still we don't open till the fourth june and or fourth week fourth saturday in june and um that's just the way it is they i've i've pleaded with the mnr and they don't even know they made the comment that well that's because we're further north than, than michigan on lake st Clair. And I said, you need to look at a map, buddy. 
And this guy only lives 100 miles away. Like, you know, the big joke when I tell people, maybe you Southerners don't realize, I, we live south of Michigan, south of Detroit. So Lake St. Clair, we're more south than, than Michigan is. And um, so the water doesn't get touched. So the Border City Classic, everyone loves coming over here to fish because there's no pressure on the bass. So they're in their post-spawn, near the end of their spawn, some of them. It's, this is the, I take this week off every year now. It's the best time to fish. I went out today, yeah. and I got, I got 90, 97 inches. By, I, got, I did better than I did on, on Saturday by noon. And that was a Man, slow that bite. That like Gunnersville in March. <laughs> That's a great smallmouth bite. <laughs> you, know, you know how many boats I had out with me? One. No. For as really? far as I could see. For as far as I could how see. How did you pull One that boat. Off, there, dude? There, Here, like all the corona lockdown, everyone that, that has a boat, a kayak, a freaking inflatable inner tube, like they're on the water every day. You can't even get onto the lakes out here. It's, it's crazy. Well... Every year that we've had the Border City Classic on the opener, we've had to contend with a lot of bass boats and power boats out fishing, recreational guys. And this year, I think I saw two fish, fishing boats, and, and, I, and I was asking, I said, where are all the fishermen? Apparently, I never realized they're all Americans that pop over. Now, they're over here. You know, I can be in Gross Point. I can be in Gross Point. It's six miles from my house by the crow flies. So we apparently, we were getting a lot of the... Uh, American anglers were coming over here on our opener because I guess Canadians don't like to fish for bass. I don't know. They, you yeah, know, they're all they're crazy for walleye, but they don't fish for bass. So we had the lake to ourselves. That's and awesome. I, and I did today, and I'm going to tomorrow, and I'm going again Thursday. So I, I take the week off just to go out there and catch a bunch of bass, big ones. That's awesome, man. I, I looked at some of your fish from your your stringer over the weekend. And yeah. those fish are freaks of nature. All your bass were 19 inches, number one, in your yep. limit, 19 or better. Yep. And yep. they were freaks the way they were shaped. I mean, from mouth to yeah, tail, they were like just pure muscle. Footballs. Yeah. Yeah. They're, oh, yeah. They're, they're footballs. They, uh, today, I got them even bigger. I, um, I got a 20 inch, 19 three quarter, 19 and a half, 19 and a quarter. They disqualified my, I'm in a week long tourney for Ontario Kayak Bass Masters. And, uh, and they disqualified my 19 because half of the number seven of my three-digit identifier wasn't showing because the tag on my glove covered it. So they disqualified ah. it. So you're telling uh, me those cats up there enforce that the rules. Because, That's good. Uh, I, I, I won't post it. I don't want to embarrass anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, but, you uh, got to keep I had, an eye on stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, had an 18, I had an 18 and a half to go anyway, so tomorrow I'll go and put a few more 20s up. There you go. All right. What's uh what's the bite like up there? Is it moving baits? Like you fishing the bottom? What's your what's your preferred what's your preferred presentation? If you could catch them one way, how would you do it? Oh heck, I'd love to throw a crankbait and catch them like that. Right. Uh, not really. I don't like pulling out the the trebles. Not really? <laughs> but this just kidding. The swim a swim bait, a Kitex swim bait. That's 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 yeah. a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. un unfortunately, I had ten rods with me. I used every rod, a damn Ned rig. It's the last thing I pull out, and that's what I catch fish on. And then I put it back, and I tried the other rods, nothing. I bring the Ned rig out again, I catch fish. T today, same thing. I tried all nine rods before I put the Ned rig out. That's all I caught fish. I probably catch 90% of my smallmouth on the Ned rig. Usually the bigger ones are on something else, but for numbers of like 18 to 20-inch smallmouth, it's good old Ned. 
harder to beat. Mom, I love it. Oh, no. The, the 20s and 21s love the Ned Rig, too. So, so does 30-inch Pike, if you're lucky enough to get it in the mouth before they get it in the, in the line. I don't have to play with those, thankfully. Catfish, <laughs> drum. That's yep. what I have to contend with down here. <laughs> I did a the bike was so good this these last two days. I did not catch one single drum or one single catfish. We got plenty of them too. I like to throw the Ned when I go creek fishing up here and I catch ten inch smallmouth. So I can't even really talk about that. Um, All right. Yeah. So Richard, where you know St. Clair is a bucket list lake for me. I've never been up there. Ryan, you been up there? You fish that? No. Nope. I mean, it, looking on the map, it's just a big bowl. It looks like what? What kind of? You know, uh, structure and cover. Are you guys targeting up there to catch these these big smallmouth? Well, if you don't know the lake, well, when when someone comes to fish the first time, I say, if you if you know how to read side imaging, put that screen full full width on the bottom. Put your put your uh, your sonar. Put your down imaging on top. Put your side imaging on the bottom, and he, and then we start hitting your waypoints. You need your uh, GPS up there too. Your uh, Navionics, whatever, and then you just you um, you look for the structure. You look for some rocks, a little bit of a little bit of grass and weed. Throw your bait out at it, and uh, that's how you catch a fish. Look for weed, you say. A little bit of grass, some rocks. This time of year. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Uh, we got lots of weed. We got lots of weed. <laughs> all right, all right. Look for the weed. Got it. Yeah. So, but um, come come the second week of July, they're gone deep, and and it's unless you if you want to take your kayak out five six miles, um. That you're not going to get much, much to bite on. Then when I go to the east end of Lake Saint Clair and fish for largemouth in the reeds. How deep does that lake get when you get out in it? There's a channel that uh, the, the shipping channel. It's 30 feet, so it goes. It comes down right. from the Detroit River straight up to the um, Saint Clair River uh, up to Lake Huron. So, and that's why our water is a little bit cooler than. Um, in some of the other lakes in, in eastern Ontario, and, and their bass season opens up the third Saturday. And I never, could never figure it out until I just fished another tournament a week ago on their opener, and their water temperature is actually warmer, but it's a colder climate. And now I realize it's it's uh, the water coming down from Lake Huron keeps our lake a little bit cooler. So I've heard that pleasure boat traffic is pretty heavy at times on Sinclair. Is that on the U.S. side? <laughs> on the U.S. Okay, only only the U.S. side are out partying. All right, got it. Yeah, it seems that you get a little bit of chop out there, and the cruisers don't even go out here on the Canadian side. I was out on Sunday, and uh, I took my I took my um, powerboat out to go fishing for walleye, and um, there was hardly any boats out. It was like a foot and a half chop out there, and <laughs> yeah, they I guess they can't handle the rough weather. Was it, it was up there, wasn't it up there when Christine, like, she got, she about got sank out there. I mean, the weather got real bad, right? Was that, was that Sinclair? <laughs> this year, um, this year or sometime. When, I when, it, when it was for, well, she came in June last year, and we pre-fished the Hobie Boss, because the Boss was on the 5th Saturday in June, so um, yeah. AJ wanted to play, have it so that they could, people come pre-fish, but we went out one day, it was 30 mile an hour gusts. And we were the only two boats out there, any boats, two kayaks. And, um, and then when she came back in November, 
Um, I went out with her one day. It wasn't too bad. The second day, it was brutal. I had to go back to work. And <laughs> at lunchtime, I came and had her move from Detroit River over to another spot that I thought would be better, but it, it wasn't. But she, I think that was the day she landed four or five muskie and big ones. She was yeah, the only yeah, boat yeah. out there. Yeah, it, yeah uh, I, I think, think you saw I think that's what I'm the video. Thinking. Yeah, it is because the the video looked pretty bad. Yeah, I think you all know when you take video and you think it's really rough. And you look at the video; it didn't look so bad. That one looked real bad, so it was a lot worse. <laughs> so uh, we were talking about before we came on live about the uh, COVID situation up there. What that's what has that done to y'all's fishing? Are you guys any ramps closed, parks closed, anything like that? Like happened in the U.S. Yeah, they closed their ramps, and and the, the Ontario. So Ontario is like a state, and we call it a province, and what your governor would be is our premier. So our premier, clo you know, he an executive order, he closed things off. But it was our mayor uh, of Windsor. So the municipality here decided to close the uh, the ramp. So then people started launching their boats from where we go to launch our kayaks off beaches. So then the city went, and we only have a few places to launch our kayak on Lake St. Clair. So the city went and put gates up. So we couldn't get out with our kayak even. So fortunately, wow. I bought a boat. I bought a boat in December. I launched it for 25 miles down the, down the on the other end of Lake St. Clair and brought her home and parked it. So I was able to go walleye fishing with my boat. I couldn't get out in the kayak, but I can get out in my boat. And um, the other thing they did is they kept the Americans from coming over fishing for walleye. We have a big walleye run on the Detroit River, and and um, it, it's like hundreds of boats when it's really in, in May. Usually, April May is really thick. But they, uh, the RCMP, the OPP, and the police, they were chasing the Americans off the water where they can legally be on our water as long as they don't anchor, come to shore, or tie up. But for some reason, they didn't want them over here. And the Americans let us. They, we can go over there. They leave us alone. I don't blame but them. Dirty Americans. Our po <laughs> yeah. They pay for all license. This freedom, all this freedom over here, you know? <laughs> you fishing when you yeah. want to, man. <laughs> Well, it was it was a state by state situation here. I mean, people were, uh, you know, some states that were basically shutting down everything, and others it was a free for all, and they were giving out free fishing licenses. So just kind of depend where you were. Tennessee was pretty Tennessee was pretty laxed about it. We didn't have anything crazy going on. Everybody was, you know, still out fishing for the most part. They kept an eye on tournaments. Like if you, you know, they didn't want any big like physical gatherings. But as far as going yeah. to fish, they didn't really say much. Well, we we had. Um, a lot of the original people that came and fished the Border City Classic were here, and I, and uh, the shop that I work at, I had a big, a big enough property. I allowed them to camp there. I brought a Porter John in, and they camped there. And they came here yesterday for, <laughs> we had, a, we had a fish fry on Sunday. We had a fish fry on Sunday. That's who we went out for a walleye, and uh, we had nine people water? here. And I was worried. Doing, no, no, I can't do that. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, and honestly, I didn't catch enough small ones. I wouldn't do the big ones, but we didn't. I didn't catch any small ones. I think the smallest fish I caught was 16 inch, and uh, and that's that's at a 30. I feel terrible for you, Richard. Terrible. That's <laughs> my but biggest the, fish. Anyway, that was Saturday night on Chickamauga was 16 inches, largemouth. Biggest was 16 inches. Yeah, but you've got certain times of the year they're pretty big, right? So you have the same issue we have here is that, the, you know, this week right now is our big week. And I've seen the fish you pull out of Chickamauga sometimes. Dude, they, I mean, this this is monster time. The problem is we had that FLW MLF Super Tournament in town all week. Oh. So they freaking smashed fish all week long. And we go out there Saturday night and try to pick up the scraps. There was, I think, three boat tournaments Saturday night, too. 
Uh, Jason Lambert, he finished second in the local CBA tournament Saturday night. Uh, it, I mean, it, it's it takes a beating. That's a, that's the only thing about it, man. Is like whenever it's on, like everybody wants to come, you know, hold a tournament there. Tricky, well, real tricky. We had that happen last year. Like in the fall, we have a week in first week of October. We can get the big ones again, right? And, and there's a certain spot no one ever touches. The tournaments come here. They've never found it except for last year. What's the long-haired guy's name there from Bassmasters uh, from Minnesota? Uh, um, Josh Stewart. <laughs> he, won, he won. No, no. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Same guy. Same guy. Okay, I got it. <laughs> Anyways, huh? He says fighter. 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 Seth Fighter. Yeah. Fighter. Yeah. He found yeah. our spot, and so they had the video cameras. Everyone saw the backdrop, and uh, there's a red buoy out there, and that's that's the spot we get our twenty. We can go out and get a hundred inches in a couple hours, and. I went out the next day, and it was powerboat after powerboat. It just killed the spot. We didn't catch a fish this fall there. That's the place where he stroked it. He put up like 25 or 26 pounds in like yeah. five minutes, wasn't it? No one ever fishes there, but now ah, they do. That's nasty. Yeah. That <laughs> happened uh, two years ago in Bell River. There was a spot straight out from Bell River, which is about uh, seven miles east of here. Uh, the FLW was there, and again, two guys were out there fishing and killed it. It was a spot where we fished for muskie. No one ever fishes for bass there. So we went out there, 70 bass boats, 70. Wow. And, wow. And, and the guy that does the website for FLW, he was out there with another guy from FLW. They came down to fish us. And I said to him, I said, you know, you put that on a map. Look at the boats out there. But believe this, 70 boats out there, we were all killing. I, had got a, I did one of those region KBF uh, weekend deals two-nighter. I, th I think we, we were with Kentucky and Tennessee, and in an hour and 20 minutes, I had 101 inches. And I think wow. I won. that's the only region I ever won. Yeah, and that was, that was south of about 60, 70 bass boats. So uh, last year, that spot was dead. There was no fish there. <laughs> so uh, you're right. When you, get, when you get these tournaments, and then when they show the video, I mean, the locals, they can, they can oh, there's that house. Okay, there's oh, that yeah. boy. They know the spot. And it's it's hard to watch, and I hate watching it. But I watched the FLW, and and John Cox, like he started out on probably one of my favorite places on Chickamauga. Period. It's I went out last year, hung over with Shane, and caught like a twenty-one and a half and an eighteen and a half at nine thirty in the morning out of that spot. And then he goes in there with a frog, and and I mean he, I think he he took the early lead on day one, but. I mean, now it's on TV, so now, now, now everybody's put that <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, and, and, and not, only, not only do they show the backdrop, but they show them on the map. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they drop a pin yeah, on FLW, they, they pin it there. Yeah. And anybody yeah. can figure that. Anyone can figure that out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see yeah. where that is. Yeah, that's pretty wild. They just, they just uh, show it all. I, was, I mean, that's just kind of the, the world we're going to live in forever now with live streaming. And it's not just like they do a 30-minute show and show the highlights. You can sit on that guy's boat and watch him for 20 minutes on that spot and really figure it out. Yeah. And I think, I think honestly, I think that's going to happen with us, too, at some point as this grows. I think the only way that we're ever going to get to, like, a bigger level is probably going to be the same concept as far as live streaming content, you know, where they can sell ad space and, and they, you know, really have a, a stream for the day where they can get enough to make an hour action-packed episode out of, I think. Yeah, even if it's pre-recorded, even if it's pre-recorded and it's a yeah. long, 
Yeah, that's what hour or two episode, it'll still show yeah. what, you know what they're doing and where they're at. So, but that'll be good. Yeah, it's kind of, comes with it. Make you work kind harder. Kind of like what they did for Bassmaster twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. The, the smaller scale, smaller yeah. scale. That's us. Yep. Or that, ten that's years us. ago. Yeah. Uh, it'd be cool if we could pull off the live streaming. I just don't know if we can, you know, kayak tournament organizations can afford the technology. I don't think it'll be a kayak tournament organization that does it, Jeff. There you go. Someone that already has it jumps right in. Yeah. I mean, there's not, uh, you know, I mean, really, there's only two kayak-oriented tournament organizations now that are doing it. I don't know if Hobie has any interest in it. They might, AJ. But, you know, I think think you'd probably see Bass or, or MLF if they decide to jump in the game you know they already had the infrastructure there i think yeah. it wouldn't take much for them to do it really i guess especially at the bass uh, championship stuff because they already have everything there if they wanted to branch off and do a little something like that i'd, li- I'd love to see that though. Yeah. i mean i really would you know i'd love to i would love to keep up with something like that i think as far as viewership goes i mean we get people watching tourney x now you know throughout the day you'll get texts and stuff from friends and family and stuff back home but I think if people actually get to watch and see, like, you know, when it's storming and you're depressed and you absolutely don't want to be out there or you can't feel your hands or you just lost a fish off the board or you <laughs> drop your phone in the water, like, there's so much dramatic stuff that happens. Like, I think they can make a, I think they can make a pretty captivating edit out of that. I'm going to give Dwayne a million-dollar <laughs> idea right here. When you click on the name on the Tourney X leaderboard, it'll take you to a live view in their boat. That'd be sick, wouldn't it? I've I've heard that tossed around a couple yeah. times. I hope Dwayne runs with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, Dwayne, text me a number, call me, let me know. I'll buy Tourney X, run with that idea, and we'll see where it goes. Tonight. <laughs> you go. better call me tonight. It's a one tonight. it's a one night offer. One deal. Yeah. Hurry before I file my taxes. <laughs> so uh Richard, let's let's kind of tag off some of that that COVID talk again, I know you travel down into the United States to fish a lot of tournaments typically, at least the big ones. Uh, yep. Have you been able to do that this year with the well, restrictions I got out, of the border? I did, I did get out to um, Alabama and, and uh, North Carolina in the beginning of March, but when I got home, I got my paper handed to me and uh, the government said they, they, recom- they only recommended us to isolate for two weeks, but the, the company that I work for they had already put in that I had to isolate. So I had an extra two weeks off. Got, so I sat home. You got paid for that? That's good. I, yeah, I do. Okay. Now, <laughs> but, so, uh, so has that kept you from coming back down, I guess, for the summer now that they started back? Or you don't, you're just going to roll with? It's still, no, the border's still closed, and, and it's closed to June, July 21st. But from what I'm hearing, they're going to extend it another month. But I've got a trip to Panama paid for already, mostly paid for. My flight's paid for. And I Mostly leave from Detroit <laughs> in, Dece- in December. So I'm kind of getting worried right now. In December? In December, yeah. The, the U.S. election will gonna... hey, the US election will be over by then. Nothing to worry about. It'll all be a distant. No, it's not yeah, the U.S. I'm worried about. Not the U.S. I'm worried about. It's a Canadian. It's a Canadian. Uh, our our uh, uh, Fidel's uh, son there, uh, our prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> You guys saw the pictures, eh? Yeah. Have you ever seen the pictures? Can Canada turn our stream off, Jeff? I don't think they can. I don't know. They don't have that kind of. I've only heard one person threaten to turn us off, and I don't think he's Canadian. I don't know. Production company is, but. We'll stop stop importing things from Canada, is what they'll do. Are you going to Los Buzos? Is that where you're going? Yeah. Yeah, Is there any spots open? Is Tim going? 
We still have spots open. I'm pretty sure. I'm, um, huh. they, they, last I heard they had spots open. Tim's not going. Tim wanted, Tim had a big plan of all these tournaments this year and they all, all his plans got pretty much washed. And, uh, um, so he's, he's doing a couple of tournaments. What are the dates? When are you going? December 5th to the 11th, something like that. But you got to leave a uh, day earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like an eight-hour bus ride or something, isn't it? No, I think it's only... I hope it's not eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I more mean, like four hours. I think it's more I like guess, four hours. I but uh, anyway, the quote from Rob Field. I'm sure for him it felt like eight hours, but... Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no telling what influenced that estimation. Yeah, so it's, I'm pretty sure there's, we have seven of us going. Um, I think it was 10 for a full, full crew. I don't think that they've filled it yet. We got a couple Indiana guys. We got a Toronto guy, yes. and my brother and myself. <laughs> <laughs> you, you lost him in Indiana. Who do you have coming from Indiana? Jacob Wheeler? Uh, per, per, um, <laughs> <laughs> Is no. he going to Los Buzos to cut off all the kayak anglers down there, too? <laughs> you're gonna need more whiskey rich yeah uh oh, i'm still good it's uh this is one of my favorites it's uh pike creek I, um one of my sons gave it to me and i thought he thought it was kind of cool because the same name as the street i live on I actually grew up in pike creek and i thought oh, that's kind of neat then i researched it well we, we get we get about 20 warehouses just down the street here and and it's a Hiram Walker's product they they fermented there for 10 years so it was actually Pike Creek wow so it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty popular uh, uh, Hiram Walker product you can get I think you can get it in most of the states but it's it's pretty good are you sponsored by Pike Creek now I should be <laughs> hey look, every tournament I've been to where you guys have made the trip the Canadians there's a core group of Canadians and I hear stories about going to have whiskey with Canadians. I haven't done it yet, but is that part of your strategy to try to put a dent in the field that you just like whiskey people up and then roll out the next day? Oh, with no. a smaller field? A rookies. Nah, I just, I just, I needed it to go to sleep at night. I sleep better <laughs> with a couple of shots of whiskey. So I usually bring, I usually, I usually bring uh, the, some of the groups that go there. They always want a, a bottle of double oaked uh, bourbon and uh I'll, I'll bring i'll bring one of those or i'll bring some jack daniels of them in tennessee i try i try to roll with wherever i am to roll with the culture but i always bring a bottle of canadian whiskey too yep that's good man just a uh, just medicinal that's all you that's all you're doing that's traveling right. with that's your medicine yeah have you ever got to drink too much that medicinal stuff Who, me Jeff? no no we've, we've sat and visited we met, a couple we met, tournaments we, yeah we met in arkansas i know jeff talked to me about his Jeff talked to me about his uh, his attempt at trying a we call it a plant based diet. You still how are you doing with that? Well, I just got done eating a about a one pound. I just got done eating a one pound steak, so I'd say I'm failing oh, okay. miserably. <laughs> oh, Katie, Katie, clutch! She just posted a link to your whiskey. Pike Creek whiskey. <laughs> Man, she's got the fastest internet in the world. Us. Canadian mist. Cornbreads here. Clifton yeah, Allen just said Canadian mist. Is that a thing you guys drink up there? I don't drink that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. No, no, I appreciate appreciate you trying to coach me up, Rich. I, I did it for about two months and then yeah. uh, I'm completely off the wagon now. I, I've every, failed. Every, you know, I was kind of a fussy eater at one time, but my wife 
I just told her when she started this, I said, just don't tell me what's in it and I'll eat it. And uh, I'm probably down about, let's see, 35 pounds since I started. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't go hungry. So whiskey, water, coffee, and uh, plant-based foods, but I still eat fish. Okay. A lot of fish. All right. You can do with fish. See, I, I, did I, it, I did it the wrong way. I was just saying, okay, carbs are plant-based, so I just ate like a million carbs and gained about 20 yeah. pounds. Yeah. We still eat a lot of we eat a lot of carbs. I mean, you need carbs. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta I, have the right yeah. gotta have the right carbs. You know, pota I, not potato chips and. <laughs> not, I, know. I, did, I did it wrong, man. I did it wrong. I failed. But that's all right. I'm back on trying something different now. But I sure appreciate the tips for sure. Tim Percy said I'm normal, and so I appreciate Tim. You know, I, I don't. Tim don't like anything. <laughs> meet meet lying, Tim. No Tim don't like nothing. <laughs> did you see the video of him? Did you see the video of him? You talk about drama on videos and that. Did you see that when I, I threw his, crank, his, his jerk bait in his face? <laughs> he was, was on hilarious. my spot. The whole no. freaking lake and Tim, and Tim come Tim within 50 feet of me. Oh, yeah. Is this true? Come on, man. Tim Burson, oh, he, come on. He said he was pre-fishing. He said he was pre-fishing last year for the boss, and he found that spot when he was out with um, of it's a fellow from the West Coast there. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, how'd you guys do the tournament? Was it a shotgun start or a launch at a certain time? How'd y'all do that? Um, we launched. Uh, we got half an hour to get to our spot. Okay. So I, and it was a motor event. So oh. I, yeah, Tim was gonna oh. make fun of me. So I, I used I used the motor to get to my spot. I turned it off at six twenty-five. Lines were at six thirty, and I turned. I didn't turn the motor back on until the lines were out at three thirty. So okay. I, I really didn't what use kind, the motor. I don't like fishing do with a motor. Run? I've got the Torquedo Evolve. Were you the first one there to your spot? Yeah, there was nobody else around. Oh, Tim made his way over. Morning to get to your spot. He didn't get there too well. I think when he looked at the leaderboard, oh, when I uploaded all my fish, that's when he came. Oh, bent rod pattern. I like it. It works in Canada too, right? It works in Canada just the same. I hear it, man. I hear it. Tim, I'm nothing, wondering nothing now. Maybe says fishing tournament like rubbing elbows with your buddy all day long. Oh yeah. Hey Tim, oh, yeah. that's how you know you're on them. Tim chimed in and said Richards never fished the Border City Classic, and all of a sudden he has spots. Ooh. Yeah, but I live, uh -oh. I live, I live on the hold on the Hobie Boss last year. That was a spot I fished, and I got 96 and a half inches on day two. Uh -huh. So yeah, I got spots. That's the Richard Offner rock pile. That, Get off him. Yeah. So you might as well just share it with us. I'll put a little slide up, and we'll show the world. So the next time anybody there's a tournament up there, we'll just send everybody out there to that spot and find a new spot. Oh, you, you, you could put you could put a, a pin on that. You can put a pin on that, and you still wouldn't be able to find it. Really? It's flat. Everything's flat. If you can't read side imaging, you won't find it. Actually, I got, I got a credit uh, when AJ and Christine were here in June. We went out. Um, during the week fishing, I, I, I'm pretty sure AJ found a spot. So he was, he was jerk baiting along there, going around through the shallows, and all of a sudden he hit a big spot, and we kind of developed the whole area there. And, uh, and, and yeah, I'm going to credit AJ and Christine for helping to find that spot. It was a part of the lake I never fished before. I remember when AJ fished, man. It was crazy. Like, <laughs> the guy's really, he's really good. No, seriously, so, you know, they've, they've been in Chattanooga in the Dayton area. They've been fishing our local club stuff, man. AJ has not forgotten how to fish. He, oh, no, I've seen those big suckers. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, back, he's back in the game. I like it. 
Are they, they about to set up shop permanently there, Ryan? There's rumors flying. I hope so, man. I So I actually got a phone call on the way down here to Florida from one of the MLF guys, and he's like, hey, man, I'm coming down. He's like, I just bought some property in really? Chattanooga. So, dude, I, I would love if we could get, you know, a, a, a solid little community of, you know, six or eight people that, that have some influence over the whole the whole deal. If we get everybody together on the same page, like, I think we could we could do a lot with the, the local stuff in general. So I'm hoping – I've already talked to the city of Dayton. I think we're going to do a little thing like kayak fishing lives here and, you know, do a little shoot with AJ and Christine and Steve-O and myself and, you know, try oh, to try to build it up. I'd like to see some bigger tournaments come through too. Well, y'all are sitting in the honey hole, Tennessee River and we're all trying, man. Going, so. We're trying. I mean, it's no Lake Washita, but it's, it's pretty tight over there. Lord, son, I, listen, Jeff. I catch more fish in that swimming pool than I did in Machita. You, you, can, you can keep every bit of that place. Come on, Richard. What'd you think of that? What'd you think of our state, man? It was pretty down here. Right? It, it was. It was a pretty lake. <laughs> <laughs> scenery was great. Uh, it was a dry oh, scenery county. was awesome. Uh, yeah, two dead batteries. Uh, it was pretty rough, man. I, you can keep watching. Talk. Sorry, I keep bringing that up. I don't know why. I know it's a source. Mm. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, what do you got coming up next, Richard? Now you, you said the border's closed. You guys got more tournaments coming up in, in Canada there that you're going to compete. Yeah. In? So, so, so I decided to fish the Ontario Kayak Bass Trail, and uh, we had the first one uh, a week before the Border City Classic, and and then the next one is uh, July 18th, then there's one August 15th, which is, is an hour away from me, and uh, we have an Ontario Kayak Bassmasters uh, Championship in September, um, and that's uh, that's on a lake I've fished before up there, so I'm looking forward to that. So that's going to be pretty much all I get, and I'm hoping that the border opens that I can do the, the last Hobie event on Lake Gags, Gags, Gagston, or is that the town of Gagston? Gagston? That's the Coosa River. In Alabama. Coosa River. Yeah. yeah, Coosa, Coosa River. River. Yeah. I'm really hoping I can get to that because, I mean, I got a free ticket to the national championship, and that's like uh, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the week after that. So, um, I mean, it, even if I, uh, Tim wants to you fish can, just for fun. You can have my ticket to the national championship. <laughs> well, I, I, didn't, I didn't pay for it. I got a free draw and went for entering it early, and, and I got my name drawn, so I got my money back. Oh, my gosh. You're ridiculous. I got my money back, too, but it was for a different reason. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't planned. I wasn't going to fish it in April. I decided not to, but now that if I can go get over there, if I'm there already, I might as well do it. And uh, that, that one for sure. And I heard, I think that I think Ike's going to fish that one too. I think the whole the whole Ike Live crew is going to come down and hang out for that one. So make make sure you're in town. That I promise you, that will be an entertaining event. Good, good to hear. Ryan, break that one down for me. Is that an actual going to be an actual river event, or is it slow down to where you're fishing some lake stuff too? No, no, no. I mean, well, they say it's Coosa River, and I mean the up usually the upper end of the lakes have a pretty decent amount of current through them. But well, you, Richard, you came down and fished the the BASS, right? Yes. Yeah, same thing. So, Pretty much. Yeah. Same thing, yeah. isn't it? Is it above or below Logan, or is Logan included in it, or what? Above. Have you? Above. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I haven't heard. I don't. I don't know to be honest with you. But I mean, all those lakes. So those lakes are similar to to TVA lakes, except uh, on the Coosa River, they don't allow barge traffic anymore. So, so it's just power generation dams. It's not locked through type deal 
but I mean, it's it, you got current on the north ends, and then you have you know lakes and docks and offshore stuff on the south ends. It's a good time of the year too, isn't it down there for fish, or is it got to be closer no, to November? I don't know, man, you, dude, I don't know. I don't know anything about Coosa spots. I know they eat chatter baits and spinner baits, and don't ever fish below the floodgates. Those are those are three <laughs> things that I learned from BASS. <laughs> I do not do that. Okay, that, that, that one's been kind of on my periphery. Is trying to get to that one. It's the week before our state championship. So. God, please come fish a tournament, Jeff. Please. Yeah, I miss you. That's uh, uh, I told you, darn now, man. Town? Darn now. What, what's the nearest town there? Oh, Gadsden, right? Uh, Gadsden, or there was, or uh, Guntersville. It was only forty-five night? minutes. Yeah, I, I'd say Gadsden's probably going to be the closest big, bigger town to that. We were in yeah. Hell City last time, and yeah. that was kind of a, a map dot. But this is a little further, a little further up the road than Pell City. Uh, yeah. Jesse Halverson claims that he has the spots we want to go. Richard, he has oh. this. He's got the spot scouted out. Okay, so okay. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know. If, you know what that entails. I don't know if we need to bring dollars, rolls, and quarters. Who knows? It's Alabama. Maybe teeth. Maybe if you have, you know, some teeth, you can donate. I don't know. Hey, Jesse just uh, commented and said that there are big spots that time of year. I don't know if that's on fish or he's got code talking to you guys. I don't know. Listen, if you're talking to Jesse Halverson looking for fish, you're talking to the wrong one. You, <laughs> you want to find some other local intel. Jesse fished a Pickwick tournament, fished a Pickwick tournament during the day Saturday, drove two, two and a half, three hours north to Chickamauga and fished our night tournament. Saturday night. Wow, he's an animal. And then drove back home, which he is two and a half hours away in Coleman, Alabama. Jesus, <laughs> he's, he's wild. He's a better man than I am. He's an I animal. I like to have my my six seven hours of sleep before I go you up water. It, yeah. Well, if you guys are watching this, uh, we appreciate you. And if you have any questions for uh, our guest Richard here, shoot you know fire them off before we let him go. Or if you got a question for. Uh, Ryan or I, there's some stuff happening behind Ryan. You might have a question about that. I don't know. There's some, I don't. I mean, I'm just at a pool, man. I don't, I don't know on. what was going on back there. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, as you guys have figured out over the last few episodes, Ryan is always in a different spot. So I try to be. You know, he's on a balcony. He's at the pool. He's you know on the farm. There's no telling where he's going to be for this. So never know. You never yeah, know, man. Keep, keeps it interesting. I try to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, 2021, we don't know what that's going to hold. I'm hoping uh, that we get back to a normal-type tournament schedule. Uh, yeah, what would do you, be nice. Yeah, what are you going to try to do then, Richard? Have you thought that far ahead? Are you going to get you know focus on one of these major trails in the U.S.? Or are you just going to pick and choose which well, events you like? I mean, my, my, uh, my tape, I'm, I'm at the other end of the tape measure. So, my years of fishing are running out, so i got to do whatever I can while, I'm, while I can do it. I'll be 60 next week so um, um happy birthday happy early good. birthday thank you but i'll uh, if i can go out and do it i'm gonna be there i know the boss really good so i can get the time off i need <laughs> <laughs> well come on down man we miss you i hope you canadians get back in here get to fish with us yeah. a little bit yeah we're hoping like i said uh tim, tim had a pretty good plan for the year and i did too but uh, you know, every week I was crossing off this one, adding this one, and 
And and you know, believe it or not, with our dollars, batteries are like we pay about a dollar forty for an American dollar. And and even with that, to travel in the U.S. is cheaper than traveling in Canada because your accommodations are cheaper, your gas is cheaper, even with the exchange. So that that's the reason we fish down there. Plus, plus overall, I think you guys are. I think it's more friendly down there too. I mean, we get up in the in the north of Toronto, and you get the Toronto crowd. And, I, I don't so, know. So I, I guess here, you compare those to Massachusetts. Down, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. So down south is like super friendly. The further north you go, the bigger assholes they are. So does no, it Michigan's continue good. once you cross no. the border? Not by us. When you get to Toronto, so the ser- like the, the tournament series that I'm. Uh, doing in the OKBT is mostly in the Kawarthas, which is Toronto cottage country. And uh, Toronto people are just disgusting. Cottage country? Is that like Canadian hood? Is that what that means? <laughs> like, we out in cottage country, y'all? Like, what is cottage that? country is where all the, uh, all the, uh, um, okay. Like- Amish, Amish No, no, no. You know, in northern <laughs> Michigan, where all, all, all the people with money got, got a second house, a nice place. Up in, uh, the that, up in the mitten? Is that where you're at? Yeah, <laughs> kind of like that. Okay. So, the, uh, so tr- uh, north of Toronto in, in uh, the Muskoka and nor- uh, North Bay, Huntsville, Perry Sound. It, it's very, it's beautiful. That's a Canadian shield. And, and it, it's just, and, and the traffic up there. And who wants to, I, I drive middle of the night to miss it. And um, it, it's just that much more friendly when I go down to U.S. Okay. I like it. Come yeah, on we, back. We like to hear that. We pride and ourselves cheaper. in being friendly. Tim Percy <laughs> says he's driving you anyway. So I, I don't know why you're complaining about driving, Rich. Tim just said he's driving Miss Daisy. So. Oh, he, th- thinks, he, thinks, he thinks that he's the only one that can drive. <laughs> Control freak, huh? I got you. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. My my uh, PA fourteen from two thousand nineteen still warped from his trailer, so I don't know what we're gonna do next time. He's got those ra- he's got ratchet straps. I don't use ratchet straps. Yeah, no uh, one does. Only two one. weeks on the two weeks on his trailer, uh, my my kayak never did. It's lopsided now. Oh man, <laughs> still works. Tim, good, come though. on, brother. Hobie makes oh his side straps. His side did, didn't. His side didn't warp. Just my side. I, th- I think he fixed it. Fixed yeah. that. He's hey. probably trying to sabotage you so he can get to your spot first. That's it. He was trying to burn your spot and break your boat all at the same time. It's all right yeah. though. All's fair in competition. <laughs> yeah. Any questions out there from anybody? Fire them off. We're not going to keep uh, Richard much longer. I know Ryan's probably trying to go swimming. He's right there at the pool. Dude, I'm, not, I'm done with this. I got to work tomorrow. Oh, well, real okay. work, like actual work. Yeah. You flying out tomorrow? Or are you just uh, working down there somewhere? No, no, no. I've got a hospital like 10 minutes from here. So okay. I'm, I'm down here for work, Jeff. Oh, I thought you were on vacation. Are you in Panama no, City no, again or Pensacola? Where are you at? Pensacola. I'm, I'm going to fish with Barton uh, a couple days down here. So we're going to try to get out and get on some tarpon, some redfish. That's the plan. All right. So has Pensacola got the, got the COVID going too, or is that just Southern Florida? Uh, so, well, actually, a guy posted earlier today that Southern Florida was shut down completely. But yeah. I mean, we we went to the beach today. We just ate dinner in a little beach bar. I mean, everything was still running pretty well. Where we're staying though, like all the all the businesses, like you have to have a mask on. I went to the tackle shop earlier. Like you have to have some kind of face covering, oh. buff or something. Oh wow! To to go buy sinkers, like I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, so we're not the only one then. Okay, it's a uh, no. state by state, town by town, pretty much down here, Richard. 
So Bogdan wants to know, I know Bogdan catches a lot of largemouth on St. Clair. He said, are Canadian smallies spawning right now? No. No, it's all mostly post-spawn. Um, post-spawn, Bogdan. Yeah, the, it will be the end a little bit. Like, I did catch some on some, I did see some shell beds in 13 feet of water. Believe it or not, I could still see it. And uh, uh, I did get a few today off the shell beds. All right. got you. I got you. So something interesting happened. Our, our next guest is going to be Russell Johnson, who won the KBF Susquehanna. Is that where it was, yep. Jeff? Yes, sir. Yep. So the KBF Susquehanna. There was a KBF Kentucky Lake also Saturday, Sunday this weekend. No surprise, Russ Snyder's won Saturday. I, I hear, rumor has it, there's some controversy over Sunday's event. So, Russ Snyder's is the winner that, that was announced. Well, apparently, Siddiqui was fishing a creek down south and left to submit his fish. And uh, it, his fish wouldn't submit. The tourney wasn't showing up on Tourney X whatsoever. So, he, you know, screenshots it, sends it to the tournament director, sends all his fish in, like, hey, this app's not doesn't, working. My tournament's work. not showing up. And no, it didn't work. And apparently, I mean, from everything I'm seeing, they just <laughs> just said, "Sorry, bro, kick rocks." Like you're you're out of here. Like <laughs> none of those fish count. Siddiqui would have won Sunday, is what I'm hearing Ooh. on uh, on so, it. Yeah, like that. That's some uh, that stings a little bit. So he sent them all in yeah. before the cutoff. Yeah. So, but, oh. I mean, this is this again. I I was not in the vehicle or or on the receiving end of the pictures this is just from okay. conversation but yeah sent all his fish in sent the screenshot and they were like oh well if you would have called it would have been okay that's probably <laughs> oh really that, that's, that's yeah, probably so covered you, you may have texted me all your fish but if you would have called then you know then it's different if you would have facetimed me from the shower then it's different but oh, i don't geez. know i mean that's that's it's always some some craziness going on somewhere. That's covered in the. I haven't the, uh, that part yet. That's covered in the Hobbinrich clause twenty-seven dash two four six. I mean, I've, I've had fish DQ'd like six hours after a tournament, but I've never, you know, I've never came across. And, and I mean, there's it's technology, man. Like the more online we move, the more potential there is for for stuff like this to happen. But I think as as any tournament director or entity putting on the tournament like you have to you have to take responsibility on that end like yeah. if the technology you give the anglers fails you have to have you know there's got to be some kind of kind of catch-all like you can't just be like oh sorry the app i made you use you know didn't work out this time but you're out 1200 bucks or 2200 bucks or whatever you know whatever mm -hmm. the, the amount is like that's tough like that that kind of stings. It's not like Sadiki's a rookie, you know. Like yeah. he's he's fished <laughs> hundreds of tournaments. The guy is in his truck, asleep at a boat ramp, everywhere in the country at all times. So uh, I don't know. That's that's a tough pill to swallow. There. I wonder. Uh, you know, the regular contingency at live tournaments when we actually used to meet up before all this uh, was you had to be back in line before the cutoff. But with that not being yeah. the case, I wonder what their contingency is for all the tournaments. You know, BOS or give you up for whatever so i think from what i understand on that one is there was uh you know an off the water time and then there was like a, an, a 30 minute or an hour upload window uh either way that's when he figured it out i think he was fishing a creek that didn't have any service he left 
said, I know how far I have to go to get internet, and then slides in like 20 with 20 minutes of playtime left there in case something did did glitch up, you know, goes to the place to upload, and then nothing nothing's working. So I don't know. I mean, that's probably so needed it. You, I bet if he restarted, turned his phone off and restarted it, it probably would have worked. But, Sometimes because when you, when you when you shake it, <laughs> does, does his phone leak too, Ryan? Do you know? I, I, okay, I'm, I'm not even not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure if his phone leaks. I, I think you're referring to the hull of his boat. Is that what you're? No, I'm just kidding around. Yeah, yeah. Now, you shot. Uh, you shot. You shot about, there, Jeff. Yeah. Listen, when he gets his natives. That's over with. All right. Well, there. Wait a minute. Time out. <laughs> anyway. Well, good. Good on him for catching the fish. Regardless, sounds like he had a good, good string, and he defeated to beat Russ. He had a hell of a string. So good. Good on him. Yeah, uh, no, he caught some. I mean, congrats to Russ. I would love to have Russ on for the fiftieth time, but I guess we're gonna have to wait a month or two uh, <laughs> before we before we bring Russ on again. If I don't know. I mean, this will pretty much be the Russ Snyder show with. Jeff and Ryan as guests if yeah. he keeps winning. It seems like he's won pretty much everything he's touched. Yeah. Maybe we can have him and Jacob Wheeler on to talk about kayaks and bass boats. <laughs> God, <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. Hey, before we get you out of here, Richard, Clifton, Tim already answered him in the comments, but Clifton asked, is the jackhammer, or I guess chatterbaits in, pop, uh, in general, as popular up in Canada as they are down here in the United States? Maybe not Lake St. Clair, but, I mean, for the few weed beds we do have, grass beds, weed beds, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, the jackhammer will work in there, but when you, once you get into into the Coorthos where you get into these lakes, there's a lot of grass. Yeah, the jackhammer works there too. Lake St. Clair is not, I mean, you don't need to go spend a lot of money, but we come, the jackhammers we have are for when we come down south. I got you. We got you. A bunch of TRDs and you're good to go up there. So. Yeah, well, you know what? Last year, the TRD didn't do it for me. It's weird. Uh, the, the, the Nedrick bite wasn't it. It was basically the swim bait. Swim bait, drop shot. Um, yeah, swim bait, drop shot pretty well. Crank bait, uh, DT6s, DT10s, uh, square bills. But this year, it was just so slow. The, the Nedrick was all, all that work. I hate, I hate catching all my fish in the Nedrick, but I'm not, I'm not that bad that I won't use it. I'll, I'll get it out. I got a really good uh, Ned Rig rod and it does well for me. I ver lose hardly any fish. I lifted jigs. You guys use lifted jigs or use the actual um, Z-Man? You got to use Z-Man, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I use the Z-Man. I use a guy, <laughs> guy down here makes mine, but I've seen the lift, seen the advertisements for the lifteds. Yeah. Lifted, lifted jigs have a, it's a weedless and I hook weedless and, and I can throw it anywhere and it, it's, it's done really well for me. I lose very few fish. Is that the EWG, like the Y-Gap hook? That's lifted, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You, you know the one Z-Man came out with, with? Yeah, you know the Z-Man one? It's got the little weight on it. I tried that one. It just I couldn't hook fish with it. I was losing a lot of fish. So when I went really? to lift the jigs, lift the jigs was, doesn't have any weight on, on, the, on the EWG hook. So it, it, uh, it works great. Interesting. I just use, I use the, the Z-Man, the Pro Tungsten with the weed guard. That's the one yep. that I use religiously that i mean honestly that's all it's in my tackle box right now is just yeah. those uh katie backett wants to know uh what's your favorite drop shot plastic richard senko <laughs> senko's been a four inch senko <laughs> three inch really? a four inch senko yeah okay yeah. all right my uh, the hundred inch day that. i had the hundred inch day i had in lake st Clair in an hour and 40 minutes of smallmouth 
was a four inch Senko. Wacky rig on a drop shot. Yeah. Wacky rig it or Texas rig it on there? I had it on a uh, octopus hook, but just nose hooked. Nose hooked. All right. Not even wacky rig. Wow. Yeah. Wacky rig works good too. Yeah. Like a Yamamoto Senko, like legit. Yeah. Full fledged yeah. thing. That's yeah. I mean, then okay. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Special special colors though. Special colors. I got my color, uh, um, green green pumpkin with purple and green speck. I forget the number. It's a three hundred nine or okay, something like that. I pretty much throw green pumpkin worms almost. I'll throw June bug some, but it's it's pretty much green pumpkin or June bug. I'll throw black if I'm uh, night fishing, but that's those black, are black black with cloudy black and green pumpkin and june buck yeah those three, you're right that's it and do you know how much we think about that stuff a lot like you just said black if it's cloudy do you know how much a fish would actually care probably zero but we're like listen black if it's cloudy that's the only that's the only thing they're gonna buy or, or, yeah. if, I run out of, or if i run out of green pumpkin if I run exactly. out of green pumpkin, the black comes off. Hey, hey. Exactly. Ashley's dad taught me to fish, and he always said, look, the bait doesn't change color that's in the water, so whatever you're throwing, it's fine. You know, the shad never, the shad never changed color. <laughs> yeah. He's, he was right, yeah. to be honest with you. He was exactly right. All right. Well, uh, I don't see any more questions coming in. I'm sure uh, Richard may need another another refill on the whiskey glass there. I don't know. but. Uh, oh. No, after that, that's bedtime. You good? Bedtime? All right. Well, we're going to let you get out of here, man. Uh, Ryan, you got anything up, else getting for Getting up early to go. What are you doing? You're getting up early to do something? Getting up early to go fishing tomorrow. Yeah, go, go smash. Post take, them up take, on your socials take, so we can take, see them. Taking someone out uh, that hasn't been out in Lake St. Clair yet, this part of Lake St. Clair. And then Thursday, I got a 17-year-old kid coming here. I think his mom driving him down. He's gonna, he wants to go fish for smallmouth. So we'll that's take awesome. him up for smallmouth. Uh, that's awesome, man. Similar to that, I'm taking 60-year-old Jody Campbell out to catch his first uh, topwater redfish at night tomorrow. So Ooh. I can't, I, yeah, I can't wait to see that. He's gonna lose his mind. It's gonna. Be, hey, it's before gonna be before awesome. we go, Ryan, is that bridge? Is the new bridge done down there? Is that still viable? Yeah, no, uh, the new bridge is done. The old bridge is is gone. gone. Okay, I was down there last summer and it was in progress still. But. Yeah. So, so you're fished. I'm not fished the new bridge yet. It's gonna happen tomorrow. Okay. So you're fishing for redfish in Pensacola? Magnums. Yeah? Monsters. Okay. Yeah. Really? Okay. I did I you thought it was just some Louisiana. No, brother. No, 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 no. Call call Brandon Barton or Matthew Van. Either one of them. They both run guide trips out here. They will they will show you the night of your life, Richard. And for me to say that okay. to you is, you know, that's a ten out of ten. <laughs> Like honestly, it's it's awesome. It is it's really something else. They got a real special place all right. down here. I'm looking. What time forward. of year? You'll see some pictures. What time of year? Uh, all of it, all the times of year. I come down in the summer really? because that's. I mean, yeah, but I mean, honestly, th these there's a lot of big, a lot of big fish that hang in the area. So, okay, I, I highly recommend that experience at least once. Just do it one time to check it off the list. We'll do that. <clears throat> bring, bring your, bring your topwater bait, and hold on with both hands because they're not. These are not slot reds. These are giants. Okay. Good times. I got my taste. I got my taste when I was down in Louisiana for the Hobie Worlds, and and I only got to go out one day because I was part of the road crew. But um, yeah, it was it was pretty good. But actually, my wife got to see more than I did as, as a part of the media boat. But, 
But um, yeah, we want to get down and do some redfish fishing. There's there's some good ones. You need to come down and fish with these guys for sure. All right. Awesome. All right, we're gonna wrap it up, man. Ryan, don't work too hard. Richard, thank you so much, man, for taking the time to do this with us. Bottles empty. It's time to go. All right. We are. Appreciate gone. it, man. Yeah, we'll see y'all next Monday. We are out of here.